Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Drop, drop, drop a beat. Yes, this is Munich singing John Denver as one. This is awesome. This is literally happening. Listen to this. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles, the Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests two time Super Bowl champion Chris Long. Three-time Academy Award nominee, Sylvester Stallone. From the new film, Devotion, actor Glenn Powell. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, hey everybody, guten tag. Hey, Here from Los Angeles, California. I'm back here in the chair. what I miss? Um, <laughs> well, that's a rhetorical question. You have a few hours? Uh, we do. Hey. We've got three. We've got three. Hey, uh, back in the chair you? here, back from... Munich, Germany. I want to say hello and thank you to uh, my colleagues um, from the NFL Network and from um, doing everything. <laughs> He's the jack He's of all trades. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Morrison, who sat in to the uh, to do this show yesterday, and then Tom Pelissero Wednesday through Friday last week while Tom I was Pelissero. while I was working um, one event, which is kind of rare for me: uh, the uh, Bucks and the Seahawks and. Uh, it was uh, a lifetime memory of uh, being in that stadium and in that country for that special week that we just saw for the NFL. And we'll talk about it on this program. But I just wanted to start to say thank you to them and to say hello to everybody here on Roku, on the Roku channel, channel 210, and everybody who's checking us out um, on Sirius XM, whether it's Sirius 218, XM 202, or the app at 992, or the Odyssey uh, stream. We say hello to our terrestrial radio listeners, our podcast consumers, and everybody else who might be checking us out on YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show when this is all over. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman. How Great are you? Good to see you, Rich. What's up, man? Boy, that, that, is, uh, that, that mustache is in full Ugh. like Yellowstone mode right oh, yeah. now. Good to see. We're halfway home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DJ Mikey D is I'll in be Brockman nuts. Huckleberry. Hey. Good to see you <laughs> over there. See you, TJ Jefferson, <laughs> light the candle. Last time I saw you, the Cowboys weren't in third place. As they currently are. <laughs> wow. Whoa. How about wow. that? Welcome back, wow. I guess. I'm coming in hot. Settle down just a little bit. How are you, TJ? I'm great, Good man. to see you, brother. I mean, but let's not forget, no. I predicted this. I already knew this was going to happen, oh. so I'm okay he did. with it. He, he did. did call. He did. He did call Cowboys losing to Green Bay. Multiple times, and you uh, know multiple this. Multiple times. Man. Last week, before this the season. Unreal. He did nail it. I know my team's tendencies, Rich. You sure do. You know? Good to see you. It's a pleasure. Uh, the candle's lit. 
And uh, we no longer have any um, uh, undefeated teams in the NFL. No. How about that? That was that was what a, was a lot of joy well, in that game. That week, <laughs> I didn't see no. that coming. Week ten I tried to was, tell you yesterday, though, Chris. Week Just, ten was nuts. I know, Rivalries, I know, man. I know, man. Yes, it, in division games, mm-hmm. and and you never know. And but the Eagles had had the mini buy. I mean, they 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 had ten days off. And I guess they were rusty. I don't know how a team that's eight and zero and um, coming off of that mini buy after beating Houston to start Week Nine. They start Week Nine. They end Week Ten. And uh, I don't know. The, Rich, the, it's the, very simple. It's the power of the Heineke. It's the power of the Heineke, I guess. Or <laughs> hit him with the Heineke. Hit him with the Heineke. Uh, well, they, they didn't really hit him with the Heineke. They uh, they, they, yeah, they yeah. hit him. They hit him with the one-two punch of Brian Robinson yeah. Jr. and they hit well, him with, with Antonio. Um, they, 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 they 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 hit him uh, with the you know Robinson Gibson one-two punch, man. Yeah. And you know McLaurin had some great moments and Heineke had some great moments, but what Washington did, I mean, when you look at the Washington game from last night, um, and you look at their numbers, I don't know if this is the way they roll in the Mid-Atlantic, but that had like a Ravens-type feel to it, where they're yeah. going to just come and run down at you and just hit you in the mouth, and they they ran it um, to, the, to the tune of 152 yards, 49 rushing attempts, 49. They damn near ran it 50 times. And what they ended up doing is doubling up Philadelphia in time of possession. Yeah, and big time. Philadelphia had three turnovers on the entire season coming in, and had four last night, including one that really, you know, um, if you will, shouldn't count because the game was over and they start trying to do the Stanford band on the field stuff and turned it over and led what, what to is, what does SVP a call touchdown. that? The uh, pitchy pitchy woo pitchy pitchy woo woo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and he's Mister. <laughs> he knows Mister yeah, Mid Atlantic yeah. himself. Yeah. Pitchy pitchy woo woo to make it a 32-21 final, and that's a way to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Keep Hertz off the field, and when Hertz is on the field, keep Brown out of the mix. AJ Brown was kind of. MIA last one night. One catch on the opening drive, which he appeared to maybe do something to his foot. It was wrapped later in the game, but he was just disappeared. He wasn't even out there. They felt took like. him out. Make sure that they don't rush significantly. Just 94 yards rush. I mean, they, the, the Eagles got 4.7 yards a carry last night. That's that's usually pretty good enough to win a football game. And if you saw that number going in, you'd think that Philadelphia was going to be a winner last night and stay undefeated, but they're they're now beaten, and obviously that's going to take front and center in everyone's conversations today because they were the last remaining undefeated team and um, atop many people's power rankings, including this guy's right here. Everyone's, but I'll I, I, you got to give it up to Washington. Yeah, absolutely. You got to give it up to the Washington Commanders. It's so tough to say that. It really is. I kind of, I actually like football team better than me, Commanders. Me too. I've never said that c word. But, like but what they've team. got is a it's team that that believes, a team that believes they've won four or five. Yep. Um, I think Carson Wentz should just, Tell you know, us. get used to that clipboard and that earbud because Taylor Heineke isn't gonna, you know, win any contests. Looking like 
your usual quarterback in the NFL. But what he's got is just the grit and moxie, and the team loves him. Yeah, they do. And what he can do is come up with big plays. And they've got a grade A number one wide receiver in the NFL and Terry McLaurin. He is dynamite. And if they can run the football like this and they can win games like this where they can keep the offense that's supposedly better off the field and the MVP quarterback in the MVP race off the field and turn a team over, they can win a lot of football games. And I'm going higher register. I understand that. But they're 5-5. Five and five and you, you didn't really, though. You take a look at the NFC standings right now. You take a look at the NFC standings right now, and they are a half game behind the 49ers, who I think are going to improve their position uh, after Seattle lost. And the 49ers are just a half game behind them. Boy, there's a huge Thursday night football game coming up between these two teams to kick off Week 15 down the road. That's going to be just a monster mid-December game between those two teams. But the commanders are in this mix. And Ron Rivera just shows again he knows how to coach. Sniffing it. And he, you know, I I had no idea, you know, um, in the middle of last week that he lost his mom. And there was a, a, there's a rousing video of his speech to the team where he couldn't hardly get through it yeah and then McLaurin took over just as he did in that game in Indianapolis where he said this is my city coming up with a huge grab towards the end of that game to win one of the four of the last five for the Washington Commanders can't sleep on this team right now they have an absolute shot to make the playoffs and then starting the season the way that they looked with Carson Wentz it it, it looked like they were they were dead in the water not anymore not anymore And the NFC East potentially rivaling the AFC East right now. As I come back in this chair and look at the AFC East, and if you look at the AFC standings through 10 weeks, every team in the AFC East is in the playoffs. All four of them. The Dolphins are your two seed after they pounded the Browns in Miami hitting their bye week at 7-3. and three. A half game better than the, wait for it, second place Jets at 6-3. and three. Currently your five seed. It's well, I don't know, it's, it's the truth. I don't know what's so funny about it. It's not funny. Second place Jets, the 5-6-7, your seeds in the wild, wild card, oh. Jets, Bills, Patriots. Ooh. As the Chargers and Bengals are sitting on the outside looking in, Bengals, nice bye week for them. As the Chargers lost on Sunday night football, and they're the nine seed. Then there's the Colts. We'll talk about that Lurking coming up. Lurking the 10th spot. But, <laughs> um, you know, I, I just want to say this about the Buffalo Bills. I'm not concerned about them right now. I see a quarterback who is trying to proverbially do too much right now i don't see an injured quarterback i see a quarterback trying to do too much 
That throw into the end zone in overtime, the Josh Allen try to stick it in there to Gabe Davis on second down, like unnecessary. Unnecessary. He's trying to be the hero with every throw where, and and again, this is what will happen with supremely talented people, and this is what will happen, in my estimation, when they don't run it enough. They don't run it enough. They never have, Buffalo. And Devin Singletary's actually been picking He's up some yards. Been good. Okay? Been good. And they they just sometimes you just forget about the run. They just forget it. And Josh Allen just, you know, turns into their best running back. But I see a quarterback that attempted to do too much. And then, of course, that botched snap that happened after they stopped the Vikings on fourth and goal from the one-inch line. I I don't know if that had anything to do with his injured elbow. I I could I doubt it. I Meaning, of course, Allen will never admit it. But we saw the top team in the NFC and one of the top teams in the AFC because the Chiefs are, in my mind, the best-looking team in the AFC right now, with all due respect to Miami. You saw two teams just make too many mistakes. And in the NFL, doesn't matter if you've got an MVP candidate at quarterback. It doesn't matter if you've got a defense that's really stout. You make too many mistakes, they will catch up to you. Didn't catch up to Buffalo a couple weeks ago when Allen threw two picks against Green Bay. Because I guess Christian Watson wasn't playing. And so the mistakes are catching up. They caught up with the Bills in the home of the Jets two Sundays ago, and it caught up with them against the Minnesota Vikings up 27-10, to 10, and they blew it. They couldn't put Dalvin Cook down on the ground. He runs and rips one off down 17 on a huge touchdown run in a hole blown open by Justin Jefferson. And then you saw that mistake on their own goal line that left the Vikings take the lead. And they made the mistake in overtime with Josh Allen trying to force one in. And in between all that, they just let one of the best, because there's Tyreek Hill still out there and a whole bunch of other ones, one of the best playmakers we've seen in a very long time make a play. We were sitting in... Uh, a conference room after calling Seahawks Chiefs, watching most of the games on the Game Pass out uh, out there in Europe and Germany. And we were watching Bills Vikings. That was the one game we were watching, and the rest were just Scott Hansening with the red zone. <laughs> and when it was fourth and 18, and Kirk Cousins threw that ball up in the air, and it was in the direction of Justin Jefferson. And there were two bills around him. And only one Justin Jefferson hand on the ball. And two Buffalo Bills hands on the ball. I'm like, oh, that's all she wrote. Yeah. We have seen great catches, obviously. And Odell Beckham, I, I think, is the clubhouse leader of great catches and helmet regular catch. season games. Helmet catches playoffs, right? This 
is one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. It's up there with that. Fourth and 18 on the road. I know it's a regular season game. I know it's a week 10. We're talking about the Minnesota Vikings here with a new coach and a team that's 7-1 and one and trying to keep on keeping on and believing in self and having their quarterback put on the ice and take off a shirt and, and, and celebrate wins. But this is one of those where you could just chalk it up, and I know that's not the way that players think in the NFL, but it's the way we think who comment on the sport. You know what? It's Buffalo. It's tough for one to win. You're down 27-10. Nice moral victory, Minnesota. Fourth and 18, ball in the air. And he comes down with it. And I don't know how the hell he grabbed it with one hand, ripped it out of the hands of a defender, brought it in, and as he goes down to the ground, make sure the ball doesn't hit the ground and bring it in without losing control of the football the entire time to move the chains on 4th and 18 in Buffalo. Now, yes, they did get a huge break with the Bills fumbling the snap Mm -hmm. because that drive that continued, thanks to the Jefferson catches, we all know, did not lead to points. And... The defense came up big, and Allen made the mistake later on. But just that catch alone, what it did in the moment for the team of the moment in the NFC right now, and they are. They've got the longest win streak now in the NFC. Haven't lost since that Week 2 loss to Philadelphia, which currently has Philadelphia still in first place in the NFC because of it. That was unbelievable. That's one of the best catches I've ever seen. And Justin Jefferson is one of the great playmakers this game has put on the field in a long time. I mean, he doesn't make the the Tyreek Hill-type deuces runs and stuff like that. He's unbelievable. And it would be up between him and Tyreek Hill for MVP that doesn't play quarterback right now through 10 weeks. That was unreal. And the Vikings should believe. Because why the hell not? So much to talk about. I got so much to catch up on from what happened on Sunday. Uh, I want to do an overreaction Tuesday. Let's do it. Um, I can't believe the Colts beat the Raiders. (laughs) I cannot believe that happened. I can, kind of. Well, you know what? I'll say my two cents on that subject matter. I do have some great stories to tell you from Munich. It was unbelievable. I will never forget it. Uh, I had a great meeting with the Bucs before the game and the Seahawks. I, I, I can't wait to tell you some of these stories. Had a meeting with Brady for about 15, 20 minutes. I'll tell you my impressions of that. You want them all. And um, And then uh, Sylvester Stallone's on the program? Yeah, buddy. Tulsa King is uh, currently uh, streaming on uh, Paramount Plus near you. Um, Sylvester Stallone is on this show. And then Glenn Powell of the new movie Devotion. A lot of folks saw Glenn in Top Gun Maverick. Glenn is here in studio. He'll be here in person. All right. And um, another dreadful two-shot for me. I was just going to say. And coming off a week of beer drinking and pretzel eating, not great. (laughs) Timing's off. And more carbs than you've had in like months. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But, hey, I I did visit the the, uh, hotel um, gym just to see it. Um, 844-204-RICH is the number that I will take some phone calls. Next phone call is with Chris Long. 
who's going to join us. He usually is on Monday, but he was kind enough to wait till I returned, talking about everything going on in the NFL with Chris Long when we come back. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together, and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee. And right now, you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We'll take your phone calls. Uh, uh, he's usually on Monday, but we appreciate that he's... Uh, Willing to do this on a Tuesday, his usual spot. Now that I'm back here in the chair, joining us here to talk about all of Week 10 and so much more, the two-time Super Bowl champ and host of Greenlight Podcast on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, our friend Chris Long. How you doing, Chris? Rich, what's up, man? How are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm a little jet-lagged, not going to lie, but th- that was incredible. Did you ever play internationally, Chris? Did you ever so do I that? I did. I did. Uh, allegedly twice. One time I don't remember. Tom Brady beat us like 44-7. Right. So I'd black that out. But then uh, we played against Jacksonville, which is basically like a road game uh, because Jacksonville is like a damn home team in London. And uh, we, we beat them in London I, in my last year in the league. So a couple times, and it was awesome. But that Germany atmosphere oh was like, you could just feel it. It was unreal. I'll never forget it. You know, I know Brady said afterwards, and we'll play that soundbite later, that it was one of the greatest football experiences he's ever had. And, um, you know, I have to concur. It, it was unbelievable. The league's going to have to go back. And then when, it, when, when it, the, uh, the game was over, I started watching the 1 o'clock Eastern games, which there is 7 o'clock. It's prime time. And I think that's, oh, yeah. why, I think that's why the Germans are, you know, can, can get into the sport, at least know it too. Um, it's, it's right there, prime time. The, the yeah, whole. yeah, primetime football and uh, big pitchers of beer. Everybody was, was carrying around these big uh, – Das Boot kind of uh, beer mugs at the stadium. That was amazing. Yeah, I know. So let's get into it. Um, the Vikings, how real are they, Chris? How, how real are I the mean, Vikings? You know, you got to give it to them. They're real. I mean, you go on the you go on the road and and you beat that team. Now, listen, this year the 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 NFL's down, right? We're start like there's some some teams that are starting to round into form, and actually there's some real good teams at the top, but. But uh, a lot of bad teams this year. So some of these teams that are reeling off wins, you know, for good reason, we question them. You know, Minnesota goes to Philly on a Monday night, and they get 
kind of blanked early in the season. That I think that just sticks in people's minds. And then they here's their big stage, right? You go right down the field, and um, and and for me, I, I the whole week I thought Josh Allen wasn't playing the way the way the line was moving, the way people were talking about it, um, and and for him to play, period, speaks to kind of his mentality and the way he played. But you know, they come out and they punch him right in the mouth and score, and then next thing you know, they're down twenty seven ten, and uh, I thought one of the biggest plays of the game. Now Justin Jefferson gets a lot of credit for the mm. you know the balls he caught. But the Dalvin Cook touchdown, when you're down 27-10, you need a quick score. It hasn't been going well for you. It doesn't feel like you can stop Buffalo. And um, and, and you reel off that 80-yard run or whatever it was. Justin Jefferson had a huge block on that play. So, you know, not just what he did on the 4th and 18, the back shoulder ball in, in overtime, you know, everything in between, uh, bailing Kirk out at times, who made some big throws. But it, it was really about Justin Jefferson. And in uh, the day he had, and the Vikings are absolutely for real. I mean, they are. That's a really tough environment to go into and win. And if you're the Bills, you know you're good. You know you're a top five team. You know you might be the best team in the league when everybody's healthy. But Josh has got to make the right decisions. And you know he he almost threw a pick the first drive of the game. Um, he's been erratic the past couple weeks. I don't think it's all health. You know, I, I think some of it's just decision making. I don't care about the fourth and two. You know, some people um, were, were rolling that, uh, you know, B-roll over over talking about his poor decision-making. But the fourth and two, he's got to throw that ball. It's the second down play on overtime. Right. You know, there's just no need to force that ball in. And uh, and the Bills go down again, and it's, it's because of bad decision-making. And now the week two win for the Eagles over the Vikings is what's keeping the Eagles in, in, in the top spot in the NFC because they have the same record now based on what we saw from the Commanders last night. Your two cents on how we should view the Eagles now after nine weeks, Chris Long. I don't, I don't look at them much different. Now, it depends on how you looked at them before. They're a really, really, really good team. They might be the best team in the league. But, uh, but you know, this was coming. You know, they weren't going to skate all the way to the playoffs, and it's better they don't. And this is not a game that surprised me. I mean, you know, the, them losing the game probably surprised me a little bit, but you knew this was going to be a battle. Um, that defensive front, uh, you know, you talk about Terry McLaurin, the, the way Heineke's playing, they really have found a little lightning in the bottle with, um, with, with Heineke and McLaurin. That connection's really great. And, uh, and and they played tough and they ran the football. And that's something that with Jordan Davis out, the Eagles are going to have to figure out a way to shore that up, whether it's bringing in a veteran uh, who might be out there on the street somewhere to, to, to shore up that defensive line and stop these, these explosive runs. And the way that, like, Washington never – it wasn't even all the explosives. It was just possessing that football. I mean, I, there was a time I looked up and I couldn't believe the time of possession. Um, and so you keep the ball away from Jalen, which which keeps him from getting in a rhythm. Uh, obviously, the refs missed the face mask and everything, but the Eagles lost this game fair and square. You know they made a lot of mistakes. You know the the Quez Watkins fumble. Um, you know obviously Brandon's penalty at the end of the game. This is uncharacteristic of this team, but they have great leadership. Listen to these guys at the podium after the game. You got Jalen Hurts saying all the right things, and not just things that fans think are the right things. Like players know when they watch that press conference. This guy is a leader. And the same thing with Brandon standing tall at his locker and being like, hey, that's my fault. I got to be better there. I don't love the call, but I got to be better there. I think this team's going to be fine. And, uh, 
And I'm not surprised that Washington, who deserves a lot of credit, uh, came in there and beat them. I mean, this was just one of those games, and uh, it's the NFC East. And I want to say this, Scott Turner was great last night, and that was a guy that I really doubted um, when, when they made that hire. He has, he's been very good at times, and I think when you got Heineke in that lineup, it's hard to, it's hard to go back, right? I, I don't think you go back at this point to, to Carson. No way. <laughs> no, I, I, with all due respect, I should I you know I should always front load the oh, uh, the disrespectful yeah, no but with that uh, no no shot. I mean that's that's yeah. although you know you never you can never tell in the NFL. Uh, but but in terms of just injury, uh, barring injury, I mean this is this is Heineke's gig right now. I mean they've they've won four or five, and and if they can run the ball like they they ran it and play defense, they're getting Chase Young back. They they they've got a shot at that seventh wild card spot for sure if not oh yeah better. oh yeah i mean you, you, hey listen this was a team a couple of years ago that was right in it with tampa i think the year tampa won the super bowl and and uh and they played them really tough in that wild card game i think it was a you know it was one of those late games wild card weekend where you're like man enough <laughs> i've seen enough football today if that's possible uh but you know for those who stuck around and watched that that tampa washington game uh, which was a bizarre game they were in it and so I think they're they're better than they were at that point, and you know the back end um, has has stepped up and made some plays, and you know I really like the way that St. Juice kid battled last week against Justin Jefferson. He made a big play, stripping the ball of Quez Watkins last night. Like they just, you know, Jonathan Allen, you know, throwing Landon Dickerson out of the club. Like this is a a good football team, and the and the coaches, a lot of thought was was done early in the season. Maybe, no, not so. Chris Long, two-time Super Bowl champ, Greenlight podcast host here on the Rich Eisen Show. And, you know, I mean, you, th- this league is as unpredictable and wide open as ever. I mean, who would have thought it? We're going to enter week 11. Both the Bills and Cowboys are third-place teams. That's a fact. Right. Um, yeah. And and both Bays that a lot of people were discounting two, three weeks ago. Uh, I mean, I saw Tampa Bay with my own two eyes, man. That that was That's the stuff we're looking for. Uh, the running attack was significant for, for a change. And Brady was lighting it up, and then Christian Watson shows up, and he's suddenly counting on his fingers like he's Tyreek Hill with with all the number of touchdowns that he had. Um, yeah. So, which 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 bay do you think has the the better shot moving forward? Man, I, I you know I'm gonna stick to my guns on this one, and I may be wrong. I, I think I think Tampa, because of the division they're in, is they're going to be in the playoffs, right? But it's hard for me to imagine them making a run i could be wrong and i'm gonna be pulling for tom i really am because i i respect tom a lot and uh i think it, it's fun to see him in an actual underdog situation i remember when he was in new england jules and him especially julian he loved to yeah. say, oh we're underdogs this week people are people are counting us out like no they're not you're new england like no you're not so the, tom wants to be an underdog he's an underdog now and um and i and i will be pulling for him but there's just a lot that has to happen for that team uh, to come together and make a run. I think Green Bay, um, and this isn't being reactive because I've said all year, I, I just feel like, and this is even, even after the Dobbs injury, if they can figure some things out, if Watson is more confident now, um, if, if Rodgers is more confident in him, I mean, that ball had to hang up in the air on that 75 yard or so long for that kid. You know, after the ball he dropped in Minnesota and everything, all the baggage, listen to Aaron and the postgame pressers. Mm. I mean, that was about as pressure-packed, uh, quote-unquote, easy catch as there was. And it really wasn't that easy. He had to track the ball. And then the other two, I mean, you know, the, 
he he adds a different element to that offense. The way I mean, watch him attack that single high safety on that long touchdown, and the panic that ensues when you realize how long his stride is and how fluid he is, and um, and just just what he adds to that offense. I think Romeo Dobbs being hurt, it's a shame. Um, Aaron Jones looked awesome. I don't want to count the Packers out. You know, I, I'm not saying that they can make a run and win the whole damn thing because that would be backpedaling. I don't think they can, but but they could make a little run here and they could they could improve. And you know, uh, while we're on the subject of you can't make it up, uh, I, I, how the hell did the Raiders lose that game? And and I know that Jeff Saturday has um, a significant history with the Colts as a player. Uh, their 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 play caller had never done it before, ever done it before, and I I think the one thing that Saturday did significantly, other than just making the guys in the room believe him, was to go from what I think to Jim Ursay and say we got to play Matt Ryan. I don't know what we're doing here, but you want to talk about what you wanted, uh, how to win, and what the locker room wants. This is what happens. But for Matt Ryan to rip off a 39-yard run on third and three when the game is on the line, I, I don't know what the hell is happening in Vegas. Right, and He went 17 miles an hour. Look, man, I, I shouldn't, I, as a 53-year-old man with a lot of ish going on, you know, who's, who's, who runs, you know, once a year, uh, <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't comment. But uh, so what, how, how did you interpret the comments from Derek Carr and what he had to say? Uh, after the game and the vote of confidence man. that Josh McDaniels has. Walk me through that from your perspective. No, man, I, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, obviously not having Waller for stretches hurts. Um, you know, obviously not as good as we thought they were, period, but there, there's no way that they're this bad. And uh, that ultimately falls on the shoulders of coaching and and how you get, get these guys ready to play and prepare and motivate them and, um, you know, I also want to be fair to Josh in, in a little bit because I think people looked at it like he was he was um, you know hopping into a sports car and just driving it off the lot because they were a playoff team last year. Like they won a lot of close games last year, um, and they had a little magic and, and that whole thing. And they and they 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 pulled together through some tough times and some tragedy and all that stuff. But that's a, a tough team. But you know, I just think we overestimated their ceiling, myself included. And uh, and here they are, man. And it's tough. I mean, to lose that game to Indy with everything that people have been talking about. Um, listen, just because they won that game doesn't mean the hiring process is totally unorthodox and probably offended some longtime NFL coaches. I know there's this whole, you know, victory lap that's being taken by some media members that seem to be pushing back on anybody who would be kind of a little bit confused by the hire. Um, but you beat the Raiders. Now you're going to get the Eagles, and they're going to be pissed off this week. And, and, and they're having trouble stopping the run. So you want to prove to everybody, Jim, you know, uh, fans of the hire, that this is the right hire. Go do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, I like Jeff Saturday, man. Like, I, I, you find me somebody on the planet that doesn't like Jeff Saturday, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I hope it works out. And, you know, I do think that uh, that if there's anybody who can stick the landing on this thing, it might be him. Because ultimately, NFL coaches, they have a lot of decisions to make, more than people realize. But at the same time, if you have a certain level of humility, you can delegate. Um, and, and I think that's what some coaches struggle to do, and I think it's their, their Achilles heel. So he might not have a big resume or a background and, and hey, point stands. Like, that's that's a little jacked up for 
a lot of the guys in that maybe in that locker room who've been you know sitting in training camp and all that stuff. I think there is some validity to some of these monologues I've seen, um, albeit they're a little bit a little bit dramatic, right? But uh, you know, Jeff Saturday, if he can delegate and he can be humble, he might have a leg up on some of these lifetime coaches. You know, that yeah. say, "Hey, that's just not my that's not my that's not my area," and I'm going to delegate this this offensive coordinator this defensive coordinator and i know the value of the coaches i have in the room if he can do that you know they're going to have a fighting chance because they they they, they're playing matt ryan like you said that's the biggest thing and you know that's also interesting because they're risking 17 million dollars no question uh and i I was kind of surprised uh that he that he was warming up and then got the start because i thought that that was the reason why i mean if you're frank reich you're like really yeah. you're playing him now like really is that what's happening yeah yeah I, you know and that may have been jeff saturday's most important contribution to the 2022 colts right off the bat is that uh is is that they he got matt ryan out of the mothballs that i thought he was going to be in for the rest of the time absolutely and and one more thing rich like while we're on this team or this game between two sub 500 teams sure nobody it was you know, it's a fascinating it's a fascinating part of the week that's for sure it really is and it just it just keeps up because I was talking to Robert Mathis Sunday night. He was in Vegas and we were uh, doing my show Mm -hmm. and uh, he joined us for a little bit and I I was expecting some canned answers on, you know, this whole thing on Saturday. But he thinks that, you know, this is Ursay's way of begging Peyton to come home. You know, um, you know, not begging, but trying to trying to show Peyton that like, you know, there'd be a place for him in, in the front office or that sort of thing. So getting you know, your guys back. Hey, look, I'm hiring Jeff Saturday. Come home, Peyton. So that was an interesting take from Robert Mathis. I don't know, man. Peyton Manning gets to call Monday night football games from his own bed, you know, from his own house with his brother uh, for his own production company. He doesn't pay a dime for the rights to do it. I mean, he's got, he's the the delay on that. It's really tough. You know, he's got to be here. You know, do you know how tough that is to be on the Manning cast? Well, you know, because you're on TV all the time, but like, there's like a Slight delay. There's three people talking. That's got to really wear on the guy. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has got the broadcast table wired. If you want to use a Vegas term right now, I don't know why he would. Uh, he'd want to just go jo- unless he wants the challenge. Uh, before I let you go, sir, uh, I, I want to give you the floor on your alma mater and the dreadful. I know we use the word tragedy when when there's a shooting. Um, uh, but but it, there's too many damn the, uh, of these tragedies in the world, and it has now hit Charlottesville, which, as we all know, is still dealing with the wounds of years ago when uh, yeah. when the Klan and white supremacists took over that town. But um, three members of the uh, Cavaliers football team uh, killed, cut down by an, another kid who played for the program uh, I, I saw your statement but I, I do want you to put some words to it if you don't mind about what's going yeah. on yeah I mean it's um first off you know you said it words they don't mean anything in a situation like this there's no you know I was sitting there trying to type something out because I was numb I mean I was really numb to it I mean you know and again that's a word that I hear all the time like I'm numb you know uh, people are numb and you don't know what it means until the proximity is really close to you, I feel like. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to type something out, and I don't, I legitimately don't have the words. I, you know, like, every word you type is not sufficient. You know, numb included. Uh, 
devastated, crushed, whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, the proximity is pretty, pretty close to me and my family. And, um, it's Charlottesville's a small town, you know, it's a college town and the program's pretty tight knit. And, you know, like one of my best friends in the world, Marcus Hagans coaches the receivers, you know, so, um, it's like he's lost family members. You know, he cared about these kids so much. Mm. And the three of them were, you know, um, such bright kids. And there's, you know, still a player fighting, you know, for his life uh, in the hospital, going through surgeries and that sort of thing. It's it's such an ugly feeling, you know. I mean, people, life is short. People die. You know, there are terrible surprises. And the older you get, I feel like, um, you see more and more of it and you get used to it, but you never get used to this where somebody just takes somebody's life. And, uh, these three kids were so bright. I mean, you know, I, I got to know Lavelle Davis pretty good. Um, just because he was so close to, to, uh, to Marcus and, and that family. And he was just such a wonderful kid. And, um, you know, it's, these kids bust their ass and, and they sacrifice so much to play this game. And, represent their universities and to think when you you know you're getting ready to go home for thanksgiving or christmas and and one day you get shot i mean it's just it's the saddest thing in the world man and um it's going to really test the resolve of this community but i i think virginia students charlottesville the athletic department man we're there's a lot of strong people here and and they'll try to rally around one another but the words don't really do it justice they really don't I mean, it's been a long couple of days for people around here. Chris, I appreciate you know your your contribution every week, and obviously your 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 words here. Um, even though you, as you point out, words are, are not sufficient. Action really is, and um, so uh, I I appreciate the time. As always, send my best to your to your colleagues and comrades in that program. And um, Thanks, you know, and normally I end by saying uh, who's going to be on your pod this week, but I already know. That's going to be, that's me. That's me. How'd you book him? How'd you get him? How'd you get him? It's a tough guy. Tough guy. My guy. Right back at you. Right back at you, Chris. I look forward to doing that later. And everybody check out um, the green light podcast with Chris Long and me this week. How about them two cents? It'll be out tomorrow. It'll be out tomorrow, folks. Fantastic. I'll chat with you later in the day, Chris. Thanks for today as always. Thank thank you. That's Chris Long right here on the Rich Eisen show. You can uh, check everything out in the NFL in the NFL app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. If it's the NFL, it's on Westwood One. Big injury news breaking in the NFL definitely affects um, your uh, fantasy league. That is for darn sure. 844-204-RICH, number to dial your phone calls and that news when we come back right here on the program with Sylvester Stallone waiting in the wings. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you open up a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you're opening up more than just doors. You are unlocking potential to do your own thing and be your own boss and steer your own success and blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter van is built designed and equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal that you set and to help you follow your own passions, reawaken that spirit of adventure and check all those big, bold, fun and exciting experiences right off your bucket list. You have the ability to choose from 16 body types, your choice of a gas or diesel engine, thousands of ways to customize. And now the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van is available in all wheel drive capable and versatile enough to help you drive your ambitions the mercedes-benz sprinter van will let you take those passions wherever you want to take them so now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most don't wait unlock your potential inside a mercedes-benz sprinter 844-204-RICH number to dial al in atlanta you're here on the rich eisen show how you doing al good morning rich welcome back to the state thank you sir good morning gentlemen Mm -hmm. i have one quick sports question but before i go to that I think I found the best way that we can get TJ back on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Okay. We inform Twitter that if TJ is back on Twitter, he is forced to wear a Braves jersey. For uh, I don't think Elon cares. Way to punish a Mets player than, or Mets fan than to have to wear a Braves. <laughs> has he, by the way, has Elon stopped with the that, that'll be eight dollars? <laughs> yes, the eight dollars has stopped. Like he told Dan Rather, that'll be eight dollars. As if Dan Rather, <laughs> hey, who is there on the grassy knoll, needs a blue it's check mark. It's yeah. uh, what's your sports <laughs> question, Al? What do you got? Okay, it, it pertains to my Falcons, the Bills. The Raiders, definitely. Mm-hmm. Possibly TJ's Cowboys and maybe even the Eagles since they lost to the mm-hmm. Commanders last night. Is it time to panic yet? Wow. <laughs> nice high register. Nice high register. Uh, huh? I, I would, you know, again, it's not time to panic if you're any of those teams. None of those teams. You just mentioned, uh, except the Raiders. I mean, or, or they're past, thanks for the call out. They're I past the panic. point of, they're past the point of panicking anyway. And and we'll discuss their situation later on in the program. You could add the Rams to that mix. I don't know Ooh. if they're they're going to panic when they got a trophy in the case and a, you know a a, 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 a SoFi Stadium size championship ring. Yeah. But moments ago, the Rams announced Cooper Cup is having surgery on his injured ankle. I don't know if it's what was that one of the, those famed tightrope surgeries, right, to help you come back from a high ankle sprain. Maybe. But he's been he's been their offense. That's it. Period. End of story. He has been their offense. They have had nobody else flash this year. Nobody else on offense flash this year. And the thing that has been so remarkably disappointing about the Rams' offense this year has been their running game. Poof. And you know the running game is something that's so crucial for them to have their offense built off of. The Buccaneers had 161 yards rushing in Germany. They came into the game with averaging 60 yards per game rushing, which was the worst. (laughs) Yeah. The worst in the Super Bowl era. The worst. And now 
that they came up with 161 yards rushing. The Rams are DFL in the NFL in average rush yards per game, 68. It's remarkable what's happened there. And, you know, John Walford gets the start as middle of the week we learn that there's a concussion protocol for their quarterback. I don't know what the answer is because Odell's not going to walk through the door for a team that's sitting there, you know, with Stafford still in concussion protocol. I hope he is okay, obviously. But there's no one going to walk through the door. I I, I have been all over the don't give up hope on the Rams. I've led that bandwagon. But But it sure looks like entering week 11 right now with the Rams, you know, they're taking on the Saints this week. The Rams are at Kansas City. They have both of their games against Seattle left. Uh, it, it sure is beginning to look like the uh, the Rams are, we're, we're going to have a new champion this year. And I don't throw those things around lightly around week 11, ever. But Cup is out now? Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Allen Robinson, you are now on the clock, sir. Van Jefferson, too. All of them. Yeah. Every last one of them. Every man on deck for the Rams. Sly Stallone coming up. Yeah, I, I didn't see very much of that. Um, I saw the highlights, obviously. Rams and, and Arizona. Where it was the backup quarterback battle. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, Justin Jefferson's catch, Richard brought this up yesterday. There mm-hmm. were a few incredible catches on Sunday. A.J. Green had a back of the end zone, toe drag swag, Tony toe touch, uh, touchdown. There was one in our game. Marquise Goodwin grabbed one in the end zone. On fourth down. On fourth fourth and one. What an amazing throw (laughs) that was. And they had to have it, too. Yeah. Trent Sheffield, Tua hit him in the back of the end zone. He's just dropping dimes. And him. It was him versus him in Buffalo. (laughs) Right. Right. It was him. There was the battle of hymns, you know. And uh, Stephon Diggs had a, a, a one-handed grab, and later on, Justin Jefferson is like, "Hold that Hold beer!" This. A lot of good wide receiver play. I mean, yeah, CD Lamb balled out. He did not enough for my fantasy team, though, which is really all that matters. You know, after you got mad at him for that one drop, he I think he took that offense, took that personally. Well, later in the game, he made up for it. Yeah, so I'm saying of that actual game. Maybe you should curse him again, just randomly, just to make sure he. Well, and then Gallup, it seems, is uh, significantly hurt. Yeah, there's only one uh, Odell. They need I him. I mean, you know that, that, that Odell's going to make a decision. That's going to be a huge one within like the next two weeks. You would think. Apparently right? so. Yeah. Apparently so. Sylvester Stallone, hour number two, eight four two zero four. Rich number to Dow here on the Rich Eisen show. Don't go anywhere.